Welcome to the escape room. Enjoy the game. Time to play the game. Welcome everybody to the DIU Escape Room Podcast. I'm Don. I'm Bill. That is Bill. Yeah. We're now at the season three, episode two. Road trip. New Hampshire road trip, yes. Uh, as a previous episode was about 102 Escape in Londonderry, uh, New Hampshire. We go north. Way north. Way north. To Concord, New Hampshire. And Concord Escape Rooms. New Hampshire. One of my favorite places to be. Oh, well, yeah. One of the rooms, anyway. The other one's... One of my favorite places. The other one's... There was a lot to do, but they were all good. Um, we started off with uh, Enigma. Yep. And by far, my favorite room there. I kind of wish we did the rooms backwards uh, than what we did. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of glad we did what we did, because being... Frustrated through a lot of it, you know, the last couple of rooms anyway, I think we would have ended up getting frustrated and not enjoying that room, personally. That's just me. Uh, but we started with Enigma, and this room was done pretty damn well. I loved this room. Uh, yeah, this room was, was cool. And everybody who we talked to said, this is the room. This is the room. Everybody up in New Hampshire, in, in New Hampshire has played this room, and everybody loves it. Right, and I could I could see why. And to be honest, you'll hear in the interview, um, as well as these puzzles were done, when he opened, uh, he had not done one escape room. Right, and he saw the the fad coming, and he did it his way. He did it his way. There was space available next to where he he does signage, and whatnot, and. Space was available, and he decided to open up an escape room. Yep. Uh, all the rooms were great. They, they, I mean, they were great in their own way, but uh, like I said, the Enigma was probably our favorite. Yes. Uh, Sanctuary, Library, and then Lion's Den. Uh, and Sanctuary, um, Lion's Den, and Library at one time were was one game was one game or part one and part two they right. were two separate games but you kind of had to do the first part in order to do the second part because if you got into the second part you're already in the first part to get into the second part. Yes. yeah it was weird it was an enigma <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it was it was kind of complicated and then he finally switched it around and everything and I mean, like like I said, all the rooms were, were decently done. Um, I loved the immersion factor of all the rooms. Yes, 100% uh, through the roof. And I think my favorite immersion out of all the rooms was the sanctuary. Uh, yeah, that was just done very, very well. And uh, all the puzzles uh, in Enigma were really good. We needed help, but... We were overthinking, and one of the biggest clues, I'll never forget it, is that he pipes it, you know, he put it on the TV, don't overthink it. Yeah. And it's like, okay. And uh, boom. And it, it, you know, 
we we tend to do that quite a bit lately is uh, overthink a lot of things. Only because of places we've done, you kind of have to overthink it. Right. And we get into that mindset, and then when you don't do rooms for a while, like we did, uh, we haven't really done a lot of rooms since January. Right. Um, we did maybe one, two, maybe. I'm trying we, to think. We did one with definitely did one with Becca and Philip. Right. Oh, we did two because uh, we ended up going up and doing Spy 2K with uh, at Escape the Pike. So yes. we've done two since where since our New Jersey road trip. Yes. Where we did thirty some odd. Which is what was the driving force behind going to New Hampshire? Right. Was, was we were supposed to go up with them. Yeah. And that that's going to be postponed till another time. Right. But uh, and but we uh yeah so when you haven't done a few rooms in a while and we meant to go do a couple rooms before we took off but just time to didn't knock let off us. some of that rust out of your yeah. brains and it did not let us so that could have been also partial reason from the first episode of us not enjoying and whatnot. Well, I did en- room, I, I did enjoy some of the games there more than others at, at one or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I enjoyed all the rooms here more. Right. I, I agree with you. Yeah. Um, Enigma is exactly what it is. You're just solving a bunch of puzzles. You walk into Enigma and it's just a room with doors. Yeah. And you, it's, it is the weird feeling of... Everything looks the same. Everything is yeah. Everything you know. Where, where where do you start? Because there's not that one little thing that sticks out. Everything looks the same, and you really have to start getting into it. Once you get into it, you know, certain puzzles open up something else, and you know, it's kind of a linear game, um, but not totally. But there were, except for one puzzle. In that game, uh, it was a standout game for me. It really was. It was a standout room. Trying to think of what puzzle you're talking about. But, I mean, he had his reasons for having that the way it was. Um, And and it made sense when he explained it, but then again, you know, I don't know. I mean, the stuff in that room was... It was a. I know I, I said it in the in the last review too, but they were. Vi- it was a very fun room. This one was very fun. And I know an old standby for us is, oh well, I've seen this before in a different way. This is a new way of seeing something. But mm-hmm. there was stuff in this room that we didn't see before. No, and there was stuff in right. this room that if we did see it before, it was used in a totally new way. Right. And, uh, I again, I can't say enough good things about this room. No, this, this one was done very, very well. Uh, well, again, we have an interview with the owner, Greg, after this podcast. It'll be all in the same episode, but, so stay tuned for that. Uh, we moved on to what? The library next? Because we did the Sanctuary last. I think we did Library, Lions Den. No, then. we did Lions Den last. No, we did Sanctuary last, I thought. I thought we did backwards from what's on the screen. No, because this, this was one and two, remember? And yep. 
we did these back to back. Could be. I believe. I don't know. It was a long time ago. A week's a long time. Too much CBDs? Maybe. <laughs> anyway, we jumped. I believe Maybe. we jumped into the library. And this one was. I like the use of the props and the way he built it. And I mean, I'm a tech heavy guy. I'm, yep. I like I like them a lot. And the way he did this in, in all his rooms were done phenomenally. Phenomenally. Um, so there's no knocking that at all. No. Um, again, you know, you do something on this this side of the room, all of a sudden something on the other side of the room is freaking opening or whatever, you know. Yep. And he did that. He did that very well. And I do have to congratulate him on that. One thing that he does do, and me and him are on the same level with this, is I love having historical facts run throughout a game. Yeah. And he's big on that. Uh, he's a history buff, you know, he said. Um, and it was cool to follow history that way. Yeah. And uh, that was a, actually that was a running theme, definitely through the the next two rooms, library and lanes. Then, even um, even even in um, sanctuary, with medieval to a point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, this one we needed, I think, quite a bit of help with it. Uh, everything, again, like I said, his his prop work and and whatnot is phenomenal. I think unbelievable. I think some of the best in New Hampshire. Um, and again, we did six or seven different companies. Yep, seven different companies, I believe. Eight different companies, actually. And he, he, his, his control on the props and this and that, everything was was spot on. Without giving away spoilers. Yes. Be prepared to fall in love with switches. <laughs> Yeah, he was very switch happy. Um, um, yes. Where, in my opinion, the switch codes it just went run a, a lot longer than they need to be. Um, and to me, if they were half as long, the game would have been twice as good. Especially in one of the rooms, yes, definitely. Um, yeah. But again, you know what, though? That's a running theme in his place, though. Right. He went switch happy. Yeah. Um, and, you know, kudos, but, yeah, like you said, especially the one game, it was half as much, it would have been fun. Yeah. It was a lot more fun. Um, so going on to Lion's Den is the second part of the library. Uh, again, historical running theme throughout. I um, like the Lion's Den Better, better than, than the library. The library, I, I did too. Because I think some of the props were cooler in it. Yeah. Um, I think that. I think it was a little more immersive. I think too. it was. I think that if there was a way, I think that if there was a way to take a little bit of Lions Den, add it to the library, and then make Lions Den a little bit longer. Like open it up into another space. Okay. I think because the ending of Lions Den, I was expecting something different. Right. I wasn't expecting that to be that what it was. Right. And I mean, I I don't want to make it seem like I was unfulfilled with the game. No, you were. 
You was, enjoyed it. You... It was. I was going nuts in that room. It was. Yeah. You know, it was really cool. The amount of history stuff in there was really cool, and some of those props in there were just. I mean, even playing the game and doing the prop, there were a couple. I had to ask him how that prop worked. Right. Because I was just stuff that I've never seen before, and I was geeking out over some of the things in there. Right. And uh, to get back to um, the library, um, there was uh, he had told us there's a color co- there's a color puzzle in it. Right. And Again, that one that one was a little too long too, personally. Yes. But he had a group of four blind people. Yeah. With their handlers, but not the handlers really didn't do anything but say, "Here's the buttons." Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Um, here's what you're looking at. Here's what you're looking at, pretty much, and didn't give them answers, no nothing, and four blind people got out of the room. So I should not complain about being colorblind. Right. Uh, aside from that, but I mean, so. That was pretty cool. And really, I think that was really the only major color thing in that room. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. But I just feel that it was just like like the switches. Yeah. It was just too long. Yeah. Other than that, and, and I'm not trying to give away spoilers, so I apologize if you think these are, but sometimes you got to give a little teaser. Into, yeah. So that's what I'm calling them now are teasers. They're not spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, not the sanctuary, since we pretty much talked about lines then. There wasn't, you know, it was pretty much the same theme going through. You, it was the second And part again, when one was part one and part two, right. you know, you tend to you lump them together. Yeah. So, getting on to the sanctuary, and this was a medieval theme. Yep. And it was, it was done very well. I liked the, the immersion in this room. This was the best room for immersion, I think. Um, he really, he really went boss of the walls with this. Um, again, a couple very long, drawn out puzzles. Yes. Um, and I mean, it was done in a good way, but it was just so long and drawn out. Uh, a couple cool wow factors. Um, yep. which, you know, you did, you did one of the wow factors and you're like, what the hell? I thought I heard something click. You got up, nothing. All right. It took us a while. Then I went back and kneeled down, and oh, this is <laughs> yeah. And, you know, uh, stuff like that. It was, it was, it was all right. Again, uh, there's again. I love this room. I don't want to take away from that, but right. again, there was one switch happy puzzle in this room. There was one in every room, at least. Yeah, and. That puzzle kind of drove us a little nuts. Uh, especially that was the worst one out of all of them. Especially being two people. Um, but the stuff that the stuff that it would do kind of paid off at the end. Was kind of worth the yes, kind of worth the yes, effort. it was. But again, you know, and granted, nobody builds escape rooms for just two people to do. So. Right. Yeah, again, this is just our opinion. Um, again, if we had two more people, they probably would have went a lot easier and a lot quicker, but it is what it is. Because he has a cool way of thinking of building rooms. He does. Where he builds the room the way he wants it to look and then figures out the puzzles afterwards. How to incorporate them. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that he builds it and then throws 
a prop in this corner on the table. And in right. No, no, no. Table. Right, right. They're built into the game, into the yeah. immersion. Yes. Uh, but it's kind of like a backward way of building a room. And for him, I think it it works. It pays off. It does really well. It does. Um, you'll hear it in another interview that we did with Escape Room Experience. There's a t- tiny spoiler, I think, in that um, about the sanctuary, anyway. Uh, so that won't be until a few more episodes. But yeah, other than that, man, like this guy, he's only done a handful of rooms too, on top of it since opening. Yeah, and. I'll tell you what. I, I think he's working on another room, isn't he now? Uh, or is he going to take one down? I forget. I, I think he says it in the interview anyway. But um, I know he said he had more room there to keep expanding. Right. So who knows? Be on the lookout. Might be a new room soon. Hope so. Uh, so with it's that, on the same level as these rooms, I would drive back up there to play it. You're right. And again, it's, it was only to where where we were staying for the week was only. Just uh, just under a three hour ride yeah. from Connecticut, so it's not bad. And then from where we were staying, it was yeah, forty five minute ride up. Yep. Our furthest one was an hour away, so yep. you know we picked a pretty good spot to to set up camp and and go. But uh, anyway, I think that's that's it on this one. And uh, stay tuned. Right after is the interview with Greg from Concord, Concord. Escape Concord Escape Room, New Hampshire. Yeah. And uh, you'll hear from us when you hear from us. Peace. What's up, everybody? It's Dom, DIU Escape Crew. Wanting to tell you about our brand new website, DIUEscapeCrew.com. And that's crew, spelled like Motley Crew, C-R-U-E. Check it out. You can listen to our podcast. You can watch our videos. You can even buy the swag, man. Check it out. DIUEscapeCrew.com. Whoa! <laughs> Escape Room Concord, New Hampshire. There we go. And uh, we're with the owner, Greg. Yes. And uh, we're going to just ask you a few questions. First off, actually, thanks for letting us do all these rooms on your day off. Yeah. Uh, we really appreciate that. We certainly do. Uh, we always try to work with when good time is for, for us to just come right through all three of them. Or four of them, or all your rooms in general, <laughs> as you can see. Um, let's go. First question is, what What made you want to get into escape rooms? Making an escape room, starting your business? Right. Well, I was in the, uh, the trophy award business, sign business, and I had a lot of equipment um, for printing, engraving, that kind of thing, and the uh, space next to mine became open, and I uh, had the opportunity of taking it over, and didn't know what to do, but I decided that you know escape rooms were a new thing, and I have a technology background, electronics, that kind of thing, and one thing led to the other. It kind of all came together over the course of a weekend of me coming up with the crazy idea of opening an escape room. I've never been to one. It's kind of on a whim did it. Nice. So nice. without even doing one, you put one together. Yes. That's very that's cool. That's a first. Very cool. Most people are, are usually they, they do a bunch of them and like oh I can open one up and yep. that's when they open it up. Now we de- yeah we um, we went ahead and signed a lease in May of 2017 and we had a projected opening day of July 1st so we had basically two months to put it all together and the library was the first room that we designed. Yeah I like the library. A very cool room. Very good room. 
Uh, so now we have four rooms in here. We have uh, the library, we have the Enigma. Uh, let me read them here again. Um, the Lion's the Den, Den and the Sanctuary. And sanctuary, yep. Um, in your opinion, now oh, I should say, how many rooms have you done since opening? How many rooms I have? Other created? places. Other no, places. other places have you played? Maybe, um, we've probably been to maybe six escape, room, escape rooms total. Maybe, you know, maybe ten or so as a group. I don't, I don't really go out to a lot of escape rooms personally, but my employees do, and we go out, you know, once in a while to a little group outing. Oh, okay. Um, out of those, what do you think your favorite was, ex excluding your own? Um, well, there's a few places out there that I find are similar to our style between, um, you know, set design and uh, the puzzles and that kind of thing, and their philosophy of running games, and the one that. I always refer to is Key to Escape in Nashua. I think they're probably the closest to us. Um, also, the um, escape room in Manchester, Granite State Escape. They have, I think, recently more than before, are closer to what we do now. So they're really good. And um, I think those are probably the the top two in this direct air, you know, immediate area that were like us. That I like. Nice. Where do you where do you see the direction of the industry going? Uh, do you think it's going to be more in person, or do you think there's going to be more like remote stuff, remote games you can play from your computer? I, I really don't areas? see remote at all. I mean, I, I know that's something we started, or people have started because of COVID, and right. they wanted to not come through escape rooms. But I think escape rooms it's where you escape too. So I I think not doing it in person, you lose a lot of uh, what the escape room brings to you. There are some escape rooms that maybe not so, they're not as maybe um, immersive. Right. So maybe it's less important for them to have the people experience their location. But I, I can never imagine um, having an escape room outside of the escape room. I just, I don't think it's ever going to be as good. Which we, we've done a couple of remotes and they they've made us actually want to go do that room. Yeah, rather be exactly. in that room than play it online so I see where you're coming from with that actually a lot of them have done that to us now in your opinion what makes what's the difference between a good escape room and a great escape room right um, you know I, I really personally I don't know if I really know the answer because we do things the way we do it because that's the way we feel it has to be done and the way we do it but when I go to other escape rooms that I maybe I feel are not as good a lot of times it really the number one thing comes down to is flow I think a lot of times okay. if there is a lack of flow or something like that it's it's difficult because you know you want to make sure the customers are getting through certain puzzles at certain times and getting through the game and it makes sense from beginning to end but flow is a big part of it but I'm also very much into uh, atmosphere and the whole experience. And if I walk into a, a room that's white walls with a few things scattered about and some puzzles, you just don't, you're not able to really get into the game as much as if you were in a thematic, you know, location. Right, you're not as immersed yeah. as you want to be. A white room with, with silence, but, you know, a silent white room is just not exciting. It's an office. Yeah. Yeah. No, and we we feel the same way. We talk about that all the time. Like we've done one a pirate room. You're supposed to be outside on the on the ship's deck at night. At night, but yeah, you have white ceiling drop ceiling right. tiles. It's <laughs> like why not paint them black right. or 
do something. And then we went back because they redid the room. It's still a pirate theme, but changed it around. They ended up flipping the tiles and painting it black. Right. <laughs> right. After we had said it. But so now you've been in business for how long? Just over four years. Just now. over four years. What's one of the funniest things you've seen or heard in the escape in the escape room? Um, you know, I'm not really or an sure. oh my god, like I well, can't believe you know, they did that. I can't that. say there's been like one funny like that. moment. I mean, there's a lot of you know small funny things that happen, I guess, but memorable. We do have a lot of interesting things that happen, such as we had a guy come in a week before and tell me that he wanted to propose to his wife in the escape room. So we ended up hitting the engagement ring into one of the puzzles. So when the wife, when the fiance opened up the puzzle, there's a diamond ring. That's cool. So we've had that done before. Uh, you know, baby announcements, um, things like that. Hmm. And a lot of surprise people come in and they don't really know they're coming to an escape room and they come into the escape room. One group came in, it was a bachelor party, and they did the escape room. At the very end of the escape room, the guy who was getting married was um, hijacked by you know, a prof- one of those groups that come in, they put a you know, hood over your head, oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they kidnap you. Oh, no so sure. that's how the escape room ended for him. So that was part of it. So after they, they got done with the last puzzle, they came in and took him out. Oh, that's neat. That's neat. That's, that's real different. And uh, But most of the time... I would say that it's the customers who come in. It's not really a funny thing. It's not really, you know, a big moment. But it's the people who come in who are usually elderly, and they have no clue what an escape room is. They don't even want to be here. It's like they, you know, they're thinking it's for everybody else. And those people are the ones who come out the biggest fans. They really are surprised of what the game is all about and how much they were able to participate. So we find that it's the multi-generational families who come in. That's probably the most memorable things that we experience. Yep. Yeah, we we, well, we get that a lot. Like when we say, "Oh, what's an escape room?" And we're like, "We tell them, you know, you get locked in a room and you got to escape." And like, oh, I can't get locked in a room. It's like, well, you're not really locked in a room. You're just, you know, you just solve some puzzles and get out. You can leave any time you want. Right. If you get, you know, if you're claustrophobic, whatever. Yeah, what we. Um, I got I got two. Older kids, one's uh, 21, the other one's uh, 24. And it's funny, when we do a room with them, you could uh, you could see how the different generations think think differently. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll be going crazy doing something, and then with the kids, they just look at it, and you can see the switch click in their head. Right. You know, and they come over, we'll be struggling, they'll just come over and go, oh, yeah, boop, there it is, it's done. Right. And you're like... What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> and then, but then there's certain things like, uh, like uh, rotary phones. My daughter didn't know how to use one. Right. You know, yeah. so that she didn't even know what it looked like. Thing was, yeah, she didn't even know what it was. Yeah. <laughs> or how to dial it, yes. You know? But usually it's the kids who come in and they see a puzzle and they can sometimes think it through at a much simpler level and they can solve things a lot better and faster sometimes than the... Uh, older people can and a lot of times the older parents might say to the kid no 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 that's not the answer because it is the answer that's about it that's about it thank you again thank you for everything we appreciate everything thanks for taking time out and doing the interview with us nobody has to be from us with emails no I like to keep in touch alright alright thank you